Marc-Andre Fleury left Pittsburgh, he was a likely Hall of Famer. Likely, but not a lot. But now, with Vegas, Fleury is wrapping it up. He's going to have an address on Young Street because of what's going on now with Vegas. Leading an expansion team to heights never imagined. And make no mistake, Flurry is the difference maker. This would not be happening for Vegas without Mark andre Flurry. He won the game last night, that's for sure. Now, did he give Blake Wheeler of Winnipeg a wet willy? Or did he just tug on his ear? That was a bad camera angle, but it looks like a wet willy. This is the Mark Madden Show. 412-333-WXDX is the number to call. Or follow me on Twitter, at MarkMaddenX. That double save by Flurry on Shifley won the game. When it was 3-2 Vegas, midway through the third period, Shifley got two great chances. Flurry stopped them both, bang, bang, and that was the game. Flurry won the game for Vegas right then and there, and now they're up two games to one with the legit chance to put a stranglehold on the series tomorrow night once again at Vegas. But that's what they said about Ted Nugent. Uh, that was a great game last night. The Stanley Cup playoffs are the best. Marcheseau scored again for Vegas. That's goals in three straight games for Marcheseau and everyone on the backhand. Nobody expects the backhand. Most guys can't even play on the backhand. Well, except Sid. And then Gigolo Jimmy went nuts in the second period. James Neal with a goal and an apple. And after Bufflin elbowed him in the first period, and Neal had to leave the game for a bit. People are making a big deal every time Bufflin manhandles a couple opponents at once. Because he's so big. But I say, you can't spell buffoon without Bufflin. Uh, game four between Washington and Tampa is tonight. It's just a great time of year. Vegas could legit win the Stanley Cup. How do you feel if you're St. Louis? In the league since 1967 and no cups. Minnesota, 67. Buffalo, 71. Vancouver, 71. Washington, 74. Winnipeg, 79. And now Vegas might win it right away. I don't know what the NHL does with the next expansion. What the rules will be to stock the new team. Because this run by Vegas is good for hockey. But I can see where a lot of member franchises might not like it. But hey, the Pirates haven't won since 1979. We are family. Uh, the Pirates host San Diego tonight. San Diego is 17-21 and 21 on the season and has the worst road record in baseball. The Pirates have been beating the bad teams on a regular basis, and there's no reason for them to stop now. Chad Cool pitches tonight. The Pirates are getting more out of Cool than you might have expected. He's gone at least five innings in seven of his eight starts, and that's exactly what you want from him. He's 4-2 and two with a 4.17 ERA. 
And that's okay. Not bad. But he's your bottom rung starter. So all you want is five innings that don't go too bad. Don't blow up the bullpen. That's all you ask of Chad Cool. But back to hockey. I'm kind of sick of Vegas. If they didn't have Flurry, Neal, and England, I'd be openly rooting against them. It's like Nashville last year. The national hockey media is acting like Vegas invented a town having enthusiasm for hockey. Let's see how enthusiastic Vegas is when that team sucks. But that's not going to happen anytime soon because Vegas has a ton of cap space this coming off season, and a contending team in a fun time. It's going to be a pretty easy sell to free agents. Now, if you believe in team chemistry, which I don't, but if you do, then Vegas should be very careful about who it adds. They got that golden misfits tag going, and if you bring in a superstar, that goes against the grain. For example... I would not bring in Eric Carlson if I were McPhee, the Vegas GM. Carlson is a me-first prima donna and would not be a good fit. I'm not even sure how a guy like John Tavares would be. Don't get me wrong. you got to sign guys. you got to take advantage of a unique and favorable situation. A great team with a lot of cap space. you just got to be careful. I am by no means christening Vegas the Stanley Cup champions just yet. Uh, both series are still wide open. If Tampa wins tonight and takes back home ice advantage, I think they beat Washington. I heard uh, somebody on the B team saying that even if Tampa Bay wins tonight and evens the series at two games apiece, they still think Washington's going to win because they can't see Tampa winning four out of five. Okay, but it's an ever-changing reality. Tampa, after they lost the first two, yeah, they had to win four out of five. And then they won one, and they had to win three out of five. And if they, three out of four, excuse me. And if they win tonight, they know they have to win two out of four. It's an ever-changing reality. You don't backtrack. But that's why they're the B team. Uh, That series out west is killing it with the TV ratings. Uh, Vegas and Winnipeg. It's the highest rating for a Western Conference final on NBC ever. That doesn't involve Chicago. That doesn't involve Chicago, which reminds us it's all about the big markets like Chicago, but Vegas is certainly a good story. Uh, Today is the 27th anniversary of Mario Lemieux's goal in the Stanley Cup Final versus Minnesota in 1991, uh, where he split the defense and went backhand on poor John Casey, the Minnesota goaltender, who never had a chance. That's probably the best goal ever in a pressure situation. Uh, Game two of the final, Penguins lost the first game at home, but that Mario goal made it 3-1 in game two. The Penguins won 4-1 and, of course, 
went on to win the Stanley Cup. And it wasn't easy after that. Mario missed Game 3 at Minnesota. A back issue. He returned, and the Penguins won three straight. And in those victories, Mario Lemieux had three goals and six helpers. Who were the two defensemen that Mario split on that goal? Sean Chambers and Neil Wilkinson, who later went on to play for the Penguins. Wilkie was an odd guy. I remember somebody asked him to talk about that goal. He goes, oh, I don't talk about that goal. And I'm thinking, that's the only thing about you that is even vaguely interesting to anyone here in Pittsburgh. Uh, Because we can never have too much football. What with the NFL, college football, and those two uh, off-season pro leagues. One's the McMahon League, one's the Ebersol League. They're going to start within the next couple of years. There's also some seven-on-seven flag football league starting up. And Mike Vick is playing, and so is Chad Ochocinco, which begs the question, didn't these idiots save any money? Yikes. Uh, Vick is a part owner of the league. Perhaps he reinvested his dog-fighting profits. 412-333-9939 is the number to call In just a few moments, I'm going to talk about the Penguins and something I think they should do between now and next year's playoffs for sure. And you know who's feuding now? In a very, well, not really lighthearted, but not in a, a blood and guts fashion either. Uh, Nick Saban, the Alabama coach, and the guy who used to coach Central Florida, who now coaches Nebraska, Scott Frost, over who was the national championship last year, which is why college football sucks, that you can debate that. I'm Mark Madden, 105.9 X. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Hey, Mark, great show as always. When you got a young trophy wife, owes money to, I can't even quote the Big Lebowski right, goodbye. The X at 105.9. At 3.30, uh, regarding the widespread legalization of sports gambling that's soon to happen in the U.S., and specifically here in Pennsylvania, we have a gambling expert provided by the uh, government of Pennsylvania. Uh, As you know, they did all that advanced work, laying the groundwork for what they rightly felt was inevitably uh, sports gambling being legalized here in in PA, so that's going to be at three thirty. Uh, don't have his name yet, which is which is odd. Uh, you know what the Penguins got to do next year if they want to win a third cup in four years? They got to ditch the playoff beards. I've talked about this repeatedly. Sixteen teams grow playoff beards. Every team that makes the postseason grows playoff beards, but only one team wins. So for fifteen teams. The playoff beards are bad luck. And some guys just pointedly should not have beards. Like Patrick Lene from Winnipeg, he doesn't look Finnish. He looks Amish. Actually, he looks ridiculous. Uh, Okay, here's why college football sucks, although this is actually pretty funny. Central Florida proclaimed itself the national champ 
after going 13-0. Proclaim themselves the national champion of collegiate football. There's a playoff in place, but they just up and declared themselves champion after beating Auburn in some relatively minor bowl game. That's silly. If you're in a Power 5 conference, uh, excuse me, if you're not in a Power 5 conference, you're just not going to be considered good enough to be national champion, period. Although Central Florida would kill Pitt. Anyway, Saban at Alabama, the coach, said, and I quote, self-proclaimed is not the same as actually earning it, unquote. And now Frost, this guy Scott Frost, who coached last year at Central Florida, responded by saying, quote, Alabama has one or two national championships, they claim, that weren't necessarily recognized by everybody, unquote. And and by the way, the passive-aggressive nature of both those quotes, Saban, self-proclaimed is not the same as actually earning it. And then after that, but Central Florida is great. Coach Frost did a terrific job. We respect them, yada, yada. And then right after Frost talked about the one or two national championships Alabama has that might not be recognized by everybody, he said, but they won this one, no question. There's a playoff in place, yada, yada. Yo, when you say somebody sucks, don't sugarcoat it. Just say they suck. Anyway, why would two college football coaches engage in a debate that reveals the flaws of the college football system? And here's a question for Scott Frost. If Central Florida was legitimately the national champion last year, as Central Florida declared itself to be, why did you leave Central Florida to go coach in Nebraska. It's because Power 5 is Power 5. As I said before, I would dismantle the conferences. Big 10, Big 12, SEC, all the conferences, Pac-12, ditch them, take the top 44 college football programs, put them in four divisions of 11 based on geography, You play every team in your division every year, alternate home and away every other year, and the winners of each division play for the national championship. Semis and final, and that's it, no do-overs. I just don't see what would be wrong with that or how it would make less money than the current system. What I'm suggesting makes perfect sense. Here's something that doesn't make any sense at all. Well, for HBO it does. It's great for them. On this year's Hard Knocks, the -the behind-the-scenes look at an NFL team, unfiltered, no censors. The team profile is going to be the Cleveland Browns. You really want a microscope on Baker Mayfield? You really want a lot of cameras on Baker Mayfield. If I was the Cleveland Browns owner, it's not what I'd want. And it is amazing how the Steelers just say no, and they've said no so many times, the league and HBO don't even ask anymore. And the Steelers are right to say no, but I can't believe they just get away with it in perpetuity because HBO should want the Steelers bad. A behind-the-scenes look at the Steelers would be huge viewership on HBO, but I think it would embarrass the Steelers. I think a lot of stuff that would be seen, the Steelers 
wouldn't want to see. Uh, getting back to hockey, Ryan Reeves uh, talked to Jason Mackey, the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, and complained that he wasn't playing enough in Pittsburgh. Says the guy who's been scratched for 9 out of 13 playoff games in Vegas. But it's so much better there, right, Revo? Actually, he's played in all three games of the Winnipeg series. But a guy like him should never complain. He should look at any playing time he gets, especially with a good team, as a bonus. And uh, there's not generally much reason to criticize the GM Jim Rutherford and the head coach Mike Sullivan with the Penguins. But when it came to Ryan Reeves, there appeared to be a great disconnect even before he was acquired. Uh, Rutherford said the league's not taking care of our stars. And then he went on and got Reeves to do it. But then Reeves did only play three or four minutes a game, which is not adequate if you want to protect the stars. And if you want to roll four lines, as Mike Sullivan so often talked about but never did. And uh, again, no knock on Sully. I would have played Revo more. I'm not saying that keeping him would have made a difference. He probably would have been a scratch in the playoffs too. But it doesn't matter who the fourth line right wing is. It, it just doesn't. I mean, Carter Rowney, you know, was the fourth line right wing in the playoffs. Is he that much better a hockey player than Ryan Reeves? In fact, I think you can make the argument that Reeves is actually better because he's bigger. But there was a definite disconnect between Rutherford and Sullivan when it came to the acquisition and use of Ryan Reeves. And, of course, later we're going to talk Bucko baseball. I guess the big pirate controversy now is the lines at the concession stands were way long during the home series against San Francisco. Hey, that's what happens when the crowd is usually 10K and suddenly it's 30K. You're not prepared, and you don't have enough staff. I got a tweet already. If they did your football idea with the four eleven team conferences, that would make it more difficult to schedule all the minor sports like girls' field hockey. Oh, okay, well, I don't necessarily think that's true because you just play girls' field hockey against the other 10 schools in your conference, which, as I said are situated geographically, so it's not like travel would be blown out of proportion, you know, those kind of expenses. And I also hasten to add, I don't care about girls' field hockey. Up next, we're going to talk gambling with a representative of the state of Pennsylvania. I'm Mark Madden, 105.9 X. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Hey, Mark, how you doing? Doing really well. Everything I hear from him is just some of the most insightful stuff. And did you take off your pants? DX at 105.9. The Supreme Court ruled uh, that states have the right to legalize gambling on professional sports. Uh, with that in mind, we have a man who works for the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania to talk about the upcoming transition here in this state to legalize sports gambling. Sir, they didn't give us your name. Uh, what, what's your name? Hey, Mark, it's me. It's Mr. Friday Afternoon. You don't work for the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. What what's what's going well, on? I was just calling up just to make sure that we're good. Uh, that I'm still the gambling expert on the show, and uh, gambling's legal now. So let's hold it, right hold it, hold it. Don't, uh, don't play that music. Do not play that music. Um, well, so first off, you misrepresented yourself. 
to get, get on right the show. The, let's get right to the picks. No, no, no. Right? We're not going right. to get right to the picks. Uh, we didn't expect to hear from you ever again. Now you've Why misrepresented not? yourself to get on the show. What, what's going on? How do you expect to get airtime after after such a breach of radio etiquette? Wait a second. Didn't you guys have a poll? Well, we were going to have a poll on Twitter to keep you or not, but uh, then I decided to just let you fade away and classify yourself as obsolete. Um, well, the- Obsolete! <laughs> okay, well, that didn't happen. I'm back. Gambling's legal, so... Well, no, you're only uh- back because you snuck on the show and... and- and fooled me and my producer and the in the and I guess the call screener for that matter. Um, so so well, let's so get, let's, let's, let's get to the picks. I'm gonna be no, we're not going to get day. what, what picks. Legal. There's not even so, there's what is there to pick right now? There's about, there's baseball, there's hockey, there's basketball. I see there's uh there's auto racing. Okay, uh, well, we're not we going to have any picks. We can bet on uh, you can you can bet on who's going to be the next president. Gambling uh, is not okay. legal in the state of Pennsylvania yet, and let me remind you, Mister Friday Afternoon. You can bet on the Liverpool game. We're not going to uh, do that. Can... You are not an employee, not under contract, and now uh, that sports gambling is about to be legalized, if we need a gambling expert, we would want somebody with credibility, as in just about anybody else. Wait a second. Why do you not consider me a credible person to be on the show uh, to get my picks? Because. You have been under 500 with your picks almost every year you've done it. That's not true. First of all, you tried to be the gambling expert, and you were terrible. You I know, which is why I'm not going to make picks no. anymore. Okay, well, that's what I'm here for. Because We are getting rid of picks? everybody who stinks at picks. That includes me making picks and includes you. No, that does not include me because, let me tell you something, you pigeonholed me into uh, betting on the football games and making me bet the Steeler games each week or pick the Steeler games. Now gambling's legal, so we could actually bet. So uh, i like to bet you 50 bucks on the on a... Hello? Oh, good, we lost him. That worked out well, actually. Is he back? Okay, let's hope he doesn't call back. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. We got Josh Owey. Hopefully that'll, hopefully it really is Josh Owey and not this imbecile Mr. Friday afternoon calling in under an assumed identity. That That's just terrible how he misrepresented himself as a, as a uh, representative of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Uh, 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Uh, the Pirates host San Diego. Wait, he, he okay, he's back. Why do I want to? That's very, that's a, that's, that's terrible manners. Okay. What? We uh, didn't hang up with you. That was your cheap cell phone, which you probably haven't paid the bills on. All right, well, let's get, let's get right to the picks. No, we're not going to get to the picks. Okay, Mr. Friday afternoon. I have spoken. Shut up. I shut up. Okay, gambling is legal. Uh, no, it's okay. not been legalized yet. And I have spoken to the upper crust here at iHeartMedia, the movers and shakers, and the official company policy is you stink. No, they want. They, I've spoken to iHeartMedia, at least some people that claim they were from iHeartMedia, and they want me to start a podcast, and they want you to co-host it with me. No and no. And what are the names of the uh, people you've spoken to? Uh um, instead of your business, let me um, let me give you a pick. Again, I gave if, if you advice. if you can tell me the, the names pirate, of the people you've spoken pirate, with, and I can identify them as representatives of iHeartMedia, I'll continue this conversation. 
I really like the Pirates tonight. Oh, okay, uh, we're, we're not there. picking I'm anything. Sorry. Who are the people you've spoken with? That's none of your business. Okay, let's... Uh, uh, okay, well, then, uh, then, then the conversation is going to be uh, deleted in just a few moments. Now, uh, now I, I, I will give you one opportunity to maybe get back on the air. Would you like to hear what it is? Absolutely, because uh, I, first of all, let's talk to my fans. Okay, I know a lot of my fans are here, but wonder where I've been, what I've been doing, and everything. Gambling's legal now, so I'm sure they since, probably since we since your last day picking football games at the end of this past season, you picked the Super Bowl, which you got wrong. Okay, not one person has called to inquire as to your whereabouts or whether you'd be on again next season. That's a flat out lie. And when I... gambling got legalized, when the Supreme Court made their decision. No one called up saying, boy, this is a perfect spot for Mr. Friday Afternoon. Not one person. No, no, no. That's a flat-out lie. That guy uh, on Twitter, what's his name? Uh, Josh Yo, he's a Penguins beat writer. No, he did not. He, he absolutely tweeted, did not. That would be a great idea to bring Mr. Friday Afternoon back on and make some picks. Absolutely. Well, then, then I'll fire him, too. You can't fire him just for wanting me to come on and make the picks. Let's get him get to another pick I like tonight. No, um, no, no. Let, would you like to hear the opportunity I'm offering you? Yes, I would. And then I'll give the picks. Are you familiar with Brett Musburger? Yeah, Brett Musburger is actually, I'm at the South Point Casino in Vegas right now, and Brett Musburger is right to my right, about uh, about 20 feet from me doing the, the Vizin, the Vegas Sports Information Network uh, uh, podcast right now. So you do live in Las Vegas? Yes, I do. Well, I'm in Las Vegas right now waiting for uh, the states to legalize gambling so I can move, move back. Move back where? So your business. Now, would you be willing to fight Brett Musburger and the winner gets a spot on this show? No. Why would I want to do that? The, the, the fans want me to be on the show. No, no, no. That's the, would you fight me. Brett Musburger? Like, kind of like Bob Barker and Happy Gilmore. No, that's not. I would not do that. It's a physical violence. You're trying to promote physical violence. You're trying well, to then there's violence. no hope for you to be on the show ever again. Um, okay, well, uh, so what am I supposed to do? I don't know. That's your problem. Why do I well, care? Just, okay, you're not under you contract. You're not an employee. You're not any good at this. And you misrepresented yourself. Let's do this. If, now, now, if, now, what if now if 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 you apologize for misrepresenting yourself, it might be a different story. Let's do this. Let's take. If you apologize call. for misrepresenting yourself, it might be a different story. I didn't misrepresent myself. You said you were a representative of the state of Pennsylvania. I am a representative of the state of Pennsylvania. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Listen to me very carefully. If you apologize for misrepresenting yourself, it might be a different story. Okay, I apologize for your uh, misinterpreting my representation. Oh, that's not God. good enough. That's not good enough. That, that's, the, that's the guy who used to work here. I'm not going to dignify him with saying his name, but I'll say one more time. If you apologize for misrepresenting yourself, it might be a different story. Okay, I apologize for misrepresenting myself. Okay, it's not a different story. Anything else? I said might. Okay, let's just do this. Okay, let's let the people. Uh, nope. I want to bet you gambling's legal now. No, nope. can't. We can't go to jail. Nope. Uh, give me the Cavs nope. minus six and a half. No, no, you can't just put them on hold. Put them on hold. You can't just make picks. You're not in the pick making business on this radio station anymore. Okay, put it back on. This is a perfect up. This is a perfect opportunity for me to come on your show every day. Every day, because I guess because this gambling is legal, so we don't have to. It's not legal yet. On sports, it's just the Supreme. We can't go to jail, Because right? the Supreme Court ruled that it's uh, it's uh, that that we can do it. Let me come. Let's let me take the Capitals. 
Okay. And, uh, I'll get and, rid of him. He, cut him off. Cut him off. Cut him off. That is the last time he'll ever be heard on this show. That's it. That's the list. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. We do have Josh Yoey on at 430. If he tweeted in support of Mr. Friday Afternoon, I'm going to have to have a, have a hard word with him. Uh, I do want to keep talking about the National Hockey League playoffs. Who do you like at this point? Not not to bet. God, that idiot will call back. I think if Tampa wins tonight, I bet they win that series. If Washington wins tonight, I bet they win that series. Very pivotal game tonight at D.C., but really just about every game is so pivotal this time of year. Now, uh, some interesting news from D.C. at the morning skate. Nicholas Backstrom, who missed the last part of the Penguin series with a hand injury and has not yet played in the series against the Lightning, was skating today and working with the number one power play unit, also doing line rushes. That indicates he might play tonight in game four against Tampa, but then after practice, the cap said Backstrom wasn't medically, medically clear. And by the way, like I said earlier, all these shenanigans will be history once gambling on sports gets legalized. Uh, it feels to me like they need Backstrom back about now to get a bit of a lift. Uh, they won the first two games. Tampa took them apart in game three, the first game of the series at D.C. It just feels like they need to lift tight in game four. And that would definitely be provided by the return of Nick Backstrom. I was on uh, YouTube just uh, while I was talking to to that imbecile. And I was just watching Flurry's double save on Shifley last night. Totally amazing. Flower won the game right there. You know, I I heard uh, a conversation on Sirius Radio today. And uh, I forget who it was. It was one of the big national writers like Kevin Allen, somebody like that. I like when I drive and listen to radio, I pay more attention to driving for the purpose of not having a head-on collision. But but whoever it was, like, talked about how great Flurry was, you know, and, and what a great uh restart in a sense to his career it's been since leaving Pittsburgh. And then the host asked him, Well, did Pittsburgh make the right move, keep him Murray? And he said, Absolutely. Even though Flurry's playing this great, he's still 33, he's still more expensive. Murray still won the last two cups. That was still the right decision by Rutherford. But boy, how he's played is certainly making people revisit that and not at all logically. 412-333-9939. It's the Mark Madden Show, 105.9 The X. Now the super genius, Mark Madden. Hey, uh, Mark, second time call. I love the show. I'd like to talk to Mark about Mark Andre Flurry. Pay attention, dumb skull, and talk. The X at 105.9. Teddy Bluger scored for Latvia in today's World Champion game. No idea who they're playing or what for, but he scored for Latvia. I never would have guessed Teddy Bluger was Latvian. His his real name is like Theodorus Blugerkov. Seriously, that's what it is. I 
I looked it up on Wikipedia. No quarter brought to you by 84 Lumber. Excuse me, by CW Electrical Services. Make the switch at CWElectricalServices.com. The Pirates host San Diego tonight. I almost don't want to talk about the Pirates at all because Pirate fans insult you if you're skeptical about their start. Pirate fans are by far the most insular of Pittsburgh sports fans. They're like the kids at the playground who won't let you play in their touch football game, even though they have an odd number and they need one more kid to even out the teams. It's their game, and only they have any say. Uh, Which might explain attendance being down 50% since 2015. Uh, Whenever I dissect 2015 and the dismantling of that team, I get stuff like, well, they got Vasquez for Melanson. That was a great deal. Yeah, but Walker for Nice wasn't a great deal. And the overall effect was they went from 98 wins to 78 wins, then to 75 wins. But they're doing so great now. Yeah, at the quarter pull of the season, after having played almost all terrible teams to this point. But there I go, being logically skeptical again. That's not going to get me a spot in the touch football game. Let's go to Brandon in the truck. Brandon, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Hey, Mark. Where do you think uh, Mark andre Fleury will rank if he wins another cup of all-time goalies? Well, I think he's going to get in the Hall of Fame even if he doesn't win another cup. I think there's a certain level he can't crack. Uh, I don't think he'll ever be considered with guys like Wah or Bredor, Ken Dryden, Jacques Plant, Dominic Koshik. I don't think he can get in that group. Now, I think he can be considered, and already is by me, in the next level with guys like uh, Ed Belfour or Henrik Lundqvist. Some people might say that's sacrilege, but who'd Henrik Lundqvist ever beat? You know, Belfour has, I think he won the one cup with Dallas, but I think Flurry's definitely in a class with them. Uh, where would you rank him? I'd put him probably in the top 15 right now. Well, I'd have to have the, the list of the top 30 in front of me to determine uh, where he fits, but uh, boy, that still sounds high to me. The bottom end of the top 20, maybe, top 15, I I don't know. You could never put him up there with the true all-time greats. Then again, I don't think there's very many of those. I think whenever you talk about the top goalies of all time, for that matter, the top hockey players of all time, once you get past five or six, you're kind of splitting hairs to make the list longer than it should be. I think every sport has a very few extremely few players that are true greats. And that goes for goaltenders as well. For example, the guys I mentioned, I'm probably omitting somebody because it's off the top of my head. But I got Wah, Bredor, Ken Dryden, Jacques Plant. I said Dominic Hoshik too. To me, that that's a drop from the four I mentioned to Dominic Hoshik. 4-1-2. 3-3-3-9-9-39. Uh, by the way, I, I, I debated yesterday how much I should talk about the World Cup this summer. I'm not going to very much. You know how I know? I talked about that on the show yesterday, 
and got no feedback on it whatsoever via call or Twitter. If there was an outcry for it, I'd consider it, but obviously there is not. We were talking earlier about Mario, 27 uh, years ago today, scoring that unbelievable goal against Minnesota in Game 2 of the 1991 Stanley Cup Finals. Went end-to-end, split the defense. Just incredible. One of the best goals in a pressure situation ever scored. And it was a pressure situation because... The Penguins had dropped game one at home. They dropped game two at home. Well, it would not have looked so good for the Penguins, but uh, that was just amazing. And every time you watch it, you can't believe it. I think in terms of artistry, that was the best Lemieux goal of all time. And like I said, there were some odd things that kind of go with it. Namely, he didn't play the next game because of a back issue. Penguins lost a good on two games to one. Then he came back and ran amok in the last three games. And, of course, the Penguins won game six at Minnesota by a score of 8-0. But, you know, the Penguins got a bit of a break in that first Stanley Cup year. Joe Minnesota finished well under 500. That was the 21-team era where you would have teams that finished with more losses than win makes the playoffs. Minnesota finished fourth in the Norris division with a record of 27 wins, 39 losses, and 14 ties. There were ties back then. Unbelievable, right? But then in the playoffs, they upset Chicago in the first round, four games to two. Beat St. Louis in the second, four games to two. And then beat Edmonton four games to one in the uh, Western Conference Final. Well, then it was the Campbell Conference. But uh, that was Edmonton without Gretzky. That was, I believe, the third year without Gretzky for Edmonton. Yeah, because his first year was 88-89, and that's when they screwed Lemieux out of the MVP, even though he had, what was it, 40-some-odd more points and goals than Gretzky. I think it was exactly 34 more goals and points than Gretzky. And that's the matchup people were kind of panning for. Edmonton, who still had Messier against Lemieux, but it, it did not play out that way. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. In just 30 seconds, assuming I can find it in my notes. I need a better system of, of notes. Oh! I'm going to talk about the concept of organizational fatigue, as was brought up referring to the Cleveland Cavaliers uh, late in yesterday's show. I'm Mark Madden, 105.9 The X.